inspiring stories of recovery, practical tips for wellness, developing a culture of care. Welcome to Blue and Beyond, your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Hey there, Warriors. Today, we are lucky enough to be in Hawaii at the 2020 PACAF Care Event. And for this episode, I'm going to be handing off the mic for a very special guest host, Ms. Marcia Gonzalez, the Branch Chief of Warrior Care Support for the Air Force Wounded Warrior Program. Today, Marcia is going to be speaking with retired Chief Master Sergeant Garrett Kawada and his wife and caregiver, Joey Kawada. Hi, it's Marcia, and I am here today with retired Chief Garrett Kawada and his caregiver, Joey, and we met a year ago here yes. at this event, right? Yep, exactly. So I think it would be great for everybody just to hear a little about you and a little about your journey. Sure. Uh, like you said, this was my very first introduction to adaptive sports and the Air Force Wounded Warrior Program. I had no idea what to expect and was hesitant on coming when I was finally talked into coming and it was probably the best decision that was made for me actually to come down here and it was just the year flew by so fast just from my involvement with that very first event. It was amazing. So you said something, you were made to come to this event. So I think, uh, Joey, did you have something to do with that? A little bit, but first and foremost, it was our recovery care coordinator, Cisco Johnson, who sent us the email, asked us if we wanted to participate. And I told Garrett, asked, or I asked Garrett if he wanted to come. And we were looking through the email together. And he's like, well, I don't know what I can do uh, as far as sports goes, because I, I can't walk by myself. I don't have balance. And so all of these questions came up. And then the more I started thinking about it, it's like, yeah, you know, what, what am I going to do as a caregiver down there? You know, it's just, we didn't know a lot about the program. So through Cisco and then myself, I said, you know what, let's just go down. Let's try it out, see what's going on. And yeah, I'm glad we did. Cause like Garrett said, just this past year has been life-changing, I think for the both of us as part of his recovery and as part of my knowledge as a caregiver as well. I think I remember you saying something this morning that you thought you were just going to come and swim, right? And yeah. And I think that's one of the things we do. And this is for everyone who's thinking about coming to an event and you think, well, that's really not for me. And we learned long ago to not really give you all a choice. Let us show you what you can do because you don't know until we show you. That's where the phenomenal coaches come in to adapt every sport to your ability and to get you back focused on what you can do. And at the same time, you think as a caregiver, what am I going to do? Well, let me tell you a whole lot of things. Don't worry about him. Just come and enjoy yourself and get to know some, some other caregivers along that journey. Well, that's right, because before I attended this event one year ago, I thought I was alone in my feelings and learning how to take care of him because he had always been the provider and taking care of us. And now the roles kind of seemed reverse. And I was feeling all these emotions I never had to feel before. And so I had to, of course, learn, adapt uh, how to do that. And just so to come to this and realize there are a lot of caregivers who are feeling the same way I'm feeling. And we're basically walking the same steps. It helped a lot. And it's just nice to know that 24 hours a day, seven days a week, there's somebody that I can always reach out to in case I need somebody to talk to. That's great. And you said uh, it's been a whirlwind of a year, right? It has been. It started off with the caravan, not wanting to come. Even coming up the escalator, I still had a bad attitude about, (laughs) you know, what do they expect me to do? I could probably shoot and swim and that's it. What I'm going to do the rest of the time, sit there and watch. And then when I came in, they said, you're going to be doing everything. And so I was like, well, that's weird. But I I just went with it. And uh, it was just amazing. The coaches that we have, 
just so helpful. And then just the other athletes to see them and talk about how they can do these things. And then they were like my inspiration, you know, like, oh, wow, that's amazing, you know. And I, I looked to them as my mentors in these sports because they'd have done it before. And you just build these tight bonds and you can continue to stay in touch with them and help improve your training. And, and that helped me get to the, the trials. And that was a, a very good event. And then the Warrior Games and now soon will be Invictus. Yes, it was a whirlwind event. All these trips all over the U.S. started with this AFW2 program that I didn't want to come to. It's been an awesome ride. I often wish that I could figure out a way to put what we see through our eyes in your journey. Because to, to look back, we saw you here, but then you showed up to trials. Like, you could see you morphing into that new person. Yes. And then, and you thought you were just going to come and figure out what to do for the next year. But your competitive spirit coming to trials is not just about your score, your distance. It's also about your coachability, your attitude, the teamwork, the heart that you bring to others. And you definitely showed up there doing that. And then Warrior Games, we knew you would do phenomenal. I don't think you realized how good you would do. No, I didn't. Just like trials, I figured I would just go get the experience, see what it would be like, work hard for the next year, and then come out and then hopefully be successful. But I was fortunate enough to be successful this year. And it is my competitive spirit. I do not like to lose. <laughs> and I also did not want to be the weak link on the team. And so that's why I worked so hard all the way through. And I also, like, for getting the invite to the trials, I wanted to make sure since it was being funded, I'm getting invited, that I show up in the best shape that I could be within that short amount of time so that it wouldn't be like, oh, we wasted our money on this guy. He's not doing anything. You know? <laughs> it but gave you that jump It start. gave me a jump. It gave me hope, and it gave me a purpose to get back out there and work hard like I used to before my injuries. And that's where I felt the best was when I was working hard and had hope and a purpose. And that's what's still driving me now. We can't wait to see you at Air Force Trials again. I don't know if you know, but you probably don't that the Invictus selects for that upcoming year, you're the ones who bring the torch in. I see. Yeah, so you do an Invictus relay. Oh, wow. You get to come and light that torch and show the way for so many others. This year we had 272 people apply to come to Air Force Trials. Wow. Right now we've selected about 170. Wow. And we really had to look at, given those people who never had that opportunity, the priority and then kind of working our way through that list on how. So you have such an opportunity to give back to those who were last year in your shoes right. and be there and show them in just one year, here I am and going on to represent your country. Mm -hmm. And that's going to be a phenomenal experience. And I know you're going to bring that heart that you do, just like you did to the Air Force team. Yeah, it was an amazing experience. And so anybody out there that has any doubts, don't doubt. Just go out there and do it. Give the best you can and you never know what might happen. It's been an amazing journey. I don't have a good memory because of my brain damage, but I do remember all of the great things that happened on my path with Air Force Wounded Warrior Program, the trials, the games, and now being for Invictus. And yes, it's, it's, it's amazing. So amazing. Well, for me, I don't know. I get excited about little things or anything, really. Whether you win or lose, 
like after my track events, I didn't even wait to see if I placed or what time I got. I was racing to go see my fellow teammates competing at their stuff and get pictures and videos to capture their great accomplishments. And so it's more you're focused on, for me, I was focused on all of my teammates and seeing them succeed and win or just compete at their events made me happy. I didn't know I had won half of those medals until they started calling out the times and I didn't really care about the times. It was I was out there to do my best and then enjoy the time that I had to spend with my teammates. You get a really sense of camaraderie on that. I wasn't focused on trying to win a medal. I just wanted to do my best so I wasn't the weak link on the team. But after my event was done, I was out trying to support the rest of my teammates and take pictures and capture all of those memories. And that's just, that's amazing to me. And I still have a lot of pictures of folks' accomplishments and things. Well, I always tell people, it's really, the, you're, you're our why. This is why we exist. It's truly our why and gives us that purpose every day. You're a success story and, and that you gave us a chance. And then together, where are we now? And we're really glad to have you by his side. I know at Invictus, you're going to go over and be in the family hotel and he's going to fly on his own a little bit. Yes, I'm but looking forward to that. Yeah, and there we've learned that experience is better for you to do that because you'll get the most out of it. We'll get you a good roommate over there. We're going to have a great time in The Hague representing our country, but more importantly, helping those other countries who just aren't as fortunate as us. And so, yes, we're going to go there. We're going to do well. We're going to be competitive competitive, represent our nation, but also bring that Invictus spirit, unite us together in caring for one another. I'm looking forward to the experience. It's all very exciting, the unknown, just like the Warrior Games was. And I still have the same mindset. I don't want to be the weakest link. So I'm out there working as hard as I can so that I won't be the weakest link. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see my other buddies that's on the team that aren't here at this event and then meet some of the other international folks that I met at the Warrior Games. And, and I mean, everybody is so friendly from all of the different teams. I like to talk to folks, so I'm anxious to speak with all the other country folks that are coming too. So now that I've been competing in these adaptive sports, I've signed up into, I've done three triathlons since starting with the Air Force Wounded Warrior Program. I use a regular wheelchair instead of a race chair because that's all I had. So that was like improvising. So I could use a regular wheelchair during the, the running portion of that and got a recumbent bike and yeah, I'm competing in all these local events that I wouldn't have done adaptively without Air Force Wounded Warrior Program. I'm going to keep competing in everything I can, not just AFW2, but anything. Anything, yeah. And well, I don't care if I'm the only uh, handicapped person in there. My goal is always to not be last. You know, that's a great point, Garrett, because uh, as a program, where we need to go next is helping people get connected in their community and know that this is just a spring platform to go on to the next things because we have, we're still enrolling 110 airmen every month and trying to connect people into the communities and using sport as part of their recovery. Thanks for that. Take that, take that leap, you know, get out of your comfort zone and come and try because you will definitely miss out if you let your fears or your negative thinking keep you from coming to something like this. They do more than just sports. They have the resiliency, the art classes, and that's just so helpful also with people like me. I have PTSD and brain injury. So it's not just sports. There's so much that you can take away from this program that will help you in life. 
and give you the tools to overcome a lot of your disabilities with anxiety and stuff like that. And sports-wise, too, you don't know what you can do, really, until you get out there and do it. I mean, I hated, hated track, but coach had me in there and said I was good at it. The first time I did it, I couldn't even go like 100 meters in the race chair, and I said, this sucks. I never want to do this. And I ended up meddling in four events at the games because of it, just because somebody else also had confidence that I could do it. You know, you might not see it at the time and you might not like it, but these coaches know you don't want to miss out on something as great as this and the experience that I had. It's life-changing. It's you, something you remember forever that you'll pass down to your children and Well, legacy. to piggyback off that, it's not only life-changing, I believe. It's life-saving. Yes. Because uh, before we came here, Garrett was in a, in a deep, dark place with no purpose, no hope, because his life had come drastically changed. So this program gave him purpose, gave him life again, and in turn gave us life again. So not only life-changing, but life-saving. It's not magic. It's not going to fix everything. You still have to work at your own resiliency or whatever, because you will, you will have dark times, but these give you the tools to uh, deal with that, and it gives you the tools you need to survive. The goal is for us to always try to keep you all connected to that support system so you never feel alone. What keeps us focused is our why is you, and then we want to keep you connected to one another and the next thing. This has been an episode of Blue and Beyond, your official Air Force Wounded Warrior Program podcast. Connect with us on social media to keep up with all things AFW2 and be on the lookout for the next Blue and Beyond podcast.